We aren't friends until we record. Just saying. What does that mean? That means that before we recorded, I said, let's record so we can talk. I'm so confused. I, I was saying, as. Hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is New Year's Day 2019. I know. Oh my gosh. Can you believe that we're here and everybody else is like hungover or sleeping? Sleeping in. <laughs> oh, the ball has just dropped. Did you stay awake? Uh, yeah, of course I did. No, you didn't. I did. did. I did. I really did. And then you woke up at 3 30 and wrote your dissertation for <laughs> I'm glad you your seventh that master's I do, degree. I do have to write an article for this week. Uh, of I'm course glad. you do. I need it. That's my thing. That's I gotta do it. I was in bed by 10.30. Were you really? Yeah, Taylor Swift. Well, you have tiny little kids, so they don't have uh, to stay. They don't even know. They have no clue. Taylor Swift's new concerts on Netflix. Fell asleep. Okay. Yeah. It's All right. Came out 12.01 a.m. on December 31st. And, yep. You know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've already seen it 10 times. <laughs> you probably have. If you know. Yeah, I've got uh, four girls, two of whom have seen Taylor Swift twice. They... they they like that stuff. Did you go with them both times? No, neither. I'm surprised. Joy went. She took one for the team. You probably have a Taylor Swift shirt. Uh, there are Taylor Swift shirts in our home. Yes. Reputation. The, you probably wear it. When no one's watching. <laughs> I'd like to read some fan mail. Do we have fan mail? Would that be okay? Yes. This is the first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm hearing about this. Dear guys of You'll Die Trying. <gasps> they don't even address us by name. That's Th good. They're yeah. getting ready to. Okay. I wanted to say thank you for offering some quality content on the internet, dot, 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 for a change. Oh, okay. Mr. Morris. That's sweet. Mr. Morris? Mr. Morris. You are hilarious. Your squirrel moments keep me laughing. I think that's sweet. Oh, that does make me feel good that my idiot... Uh, idi idiosyncrasies idiocies oh it that's okay uh <laughs> keep me on my toes dr <sighs> carol we appreciate your thinking your wisdom and your insight keep it up can't wait to hear more love guess who wrote that who nathan morris no i didn't <laughs> Thank you for that, Nathan. And you know what? Thank you. Your compliments are received. I did not write that. Thank you. Who? To I like that you referred to yourself <laughs> as Mr. Morris. That is so funny. Okay, that's our fan mail moment. Okay. Let's have a little question and answer period. Oh. Should we take call-ins? No, let's not. Let's uh, let's ask the audience. Where do you go if you want to uh, catch up on all of your uh, previous episodes? Where do you go, Doctor Carroll? I am an Apple iTunes podcast listener. Or you can go to anchor.fm forward slash you'll die trying. You can become a sponsor of this episode itself. Please support us because I promise the, uh, the, the content gets better. It's like wine. It gets better with age and it's better the more you pay for it. Things are worth what you pay for it. That is true. 
That is true. So consider uh, supporting and sponsoring monthly and becoming a contributor to this comp. What? Anchor.fm forward slash you'll die trying. What did I just say, though? Becoming a contributor of this comp. I'm sorry. Podcast. Also, don't forget to uh, email us at you'll die trying. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what is happening? You'll die trying podcast at gmail.com or at you'll die trying podcast on Instagram or you'll die trying on Facebook. I don't know what just happened there. I'm enjoying a LaCroix Cran Raspberry. I just don't like By the way, them. this episode is not being sponsored no, by not. LaCroix, but if it were being, I would still be drinking it because it's amazing. I just can't get into it. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I had the one with like the greenish yellow and silver can. I don't know what that one was. Is it citrus? Well, they have a lemon. They have a lime. It's probably the lemon. I love it. I don't know. I've seen you drink it before. Just can't I love get it. into it. That's fantastic. Have you seen Bird Box on Netflix? I haven't. I, we were just talking about this today. I hear that it's a little bit scary. Have you seen it? Uh, it's okay. We talked about it at length. I'm going to give you a 30,000 million foot view. I'm not okay. going to give you any any giveaways of the story. I think the story is great okay. in the sense of, I mean, like if you think of like big, scary, something larger than life, uh, fairy tale esque, chasing you or, or taking over something, mm-hmm. you could. Be like, oh, that's silly. Well, they do a really good job. The cinematography is great. The aerial drone shots are fantastic. Did you know that 45 million people have watched it? Have watched a bird box? Yes. Why? So there are, uh, I read the demographics online. I'm not looking at it right now. Netflix has so many hundred million uh, uh, subscribers. Okay, and uh, and forty five million people have viewed that, and they say the number could be as close to seventy million based upon the fact that obviously more than one person's in a room watching it. So think about that. Think about the box office, and you go into the movie theater, and you're watching a movie, and you spend nine dollars on a ticket, and maybe you have a million people watch something over the course of three months. Forty five million. Have it's been out like two weeks, three weeks? I don't know. There's something. Yeah. Well, what are the um, what's the Rotten Tomatoes score? I have not looked at that, but that the Rotten Tomatoes kind of tells you straight up. Rotten Tomatoes, I'm looking it up right, right now. Let's look it up. It looks like it says Bird Box never quite reaches its potential. Um, 65%. Well, tomato meter. It's the, over uh, half. The audience score is 70%. Well, I'll tell you right now, Sandra Bullock does a great job, in my opinion. Okay. Throw stones if you want. And I think she's never looked more beautiful. That's nice for you to say. Yep. Uh, Joy and I will. will not be watching this together um, because Joy doesn't like horror films. It's not horror. It's not. It, I, I don't I like horror either, and I watched probably it. Probably more a psychological thriller. Uh, maybe not even that. Okay. Suspense. Just suspense. So there are no jump scares. I'm trying to think back if there are Listen, jump scares. Can maybe, I tell you? Are sure. there birds in the in the movie? Yes. Okay. I'm not watching it. You don't like birds. I'm I'm deathly afraid of birds. I'm not afraid of birds. Check. My, hello? Something happened with your mic there. Did you hear that? Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Let me, I don't know what happened. Sorry, you don't like birds because why? They're, they're unpredictable. They can be in your face in a That's interesting. You're saying this. I'm sure. About this movie. I'm sure. So please 
Alfred Hitchcock said, it's not the bang that scares you, it's the anticipation of the bang. Absolutely. The movie Birds, have you ever seen that by Alfred Alfred Hitchcock? Of course not. I will never, ever see that movie. And I have two parakeets, and they they leer at me. They they stare at me when I walk by. That cage of yours is the cleanest cage ever. I'm going to tell you, thank you, because let me explain this. He has a basement, it's like this nice uh, stairwell down, and then you have the the, the cage, and the birds are right there, and you hear them, and it's really nice when walking down the stairs and you're waiting for the odor of like bird and bird poop and maybe bird food to just like hit you and you don't smell it ever but you enjoy the sound of the parakeets so good job they have a nice sound i think we're gonna once these uh, complete their baptism we'll probably end up getting some of those love birds those are just well the birds that you have are really sweet thank you yep absolutely so uh the podcast about uh netflix series i guess that we've just started is going pretty well, right? I think so. Yeah. I think it's good. I want to ask you a couple of questions. Um, Let's roll. Would you rather share a bed with a skunk or a porcupine? Skunk. Would you rather live in a world where people suddenly break into song or break into kung fu fights? Song. Would you rather find out your parents are secretly spies or that they are aliens? Spies. Would you rather have a robot maid or a talking dog? A robot maid. Okay. You don't like dogs? I, I knew it. No, I, I just think, could you not imagine a robot maid? Hello, Dr. Carol. I see that your underwear are dirty again. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly you're projecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know roughly 70% of what people say is actually they're saying something true about themselves that they don't particularly like, so they're projecting it onto another person. So you're saying that my underwear are dirty. I'm not saying anything. No, you're saying that I'm saying that my underwear are dirty. That's true. I am saying that. I don't. I don't know what to say. I would like to uh, to hear you reflect a little bit on a topic that you brought up. That I thought it would be really good for us to talk about. I'm fine. Let's let's go. I'm I'm probably nervous about it because whenever <laughs> I say anything, yeah. all right, go, go for it. You said topic. Yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> Have you ever heard of the uh, the phrase "keeping up with the Joneses"? Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? No, is it a movie? There's actually a movie with uh, Zach Galifianakis in it and um, the other person. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. She plays Wonder Woman. You just. You're talking about the person who most recently plays Wonder yes, Woman? Yes. The person who most recently. Pl- uh, like Gal Gadot? Yes. Thank right. you. Mm-hmm. She's in it and it's a really good movie. It's funny. Keeping up with the Joneses? Do you think that keeping up with the Joneses, that is trying to um, measure up and keep up with everyone around you, which I think primarily has to do with status. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think it totally has to do with status. Do you think that this is a a, a, a wise or healthy thing? No. No, it's awful and it's exhausting and it's a real thing. It is literally something that everyone does. Everyone. Do you know it's a phrase that was made famous by a comic strip in 1913? Keeping up with the Joneses? That was the name of the comic strip. No way. Yep. See, so it's obviously been a... It was a. It was showcasing a family desperately aiming to keep up with their neighbors, who happened to be... The Joneses. You got it. Wow. So the, the, the creator was always making fun of our... Our meaning the human capacity to have desire to impress other people. The comic strip went 26 years. 
Insane. That's amazing. I think that neighborhoods, uh, uh, quote me on it if you want, but I know there are people that live like in close proximity of each other. We li- Our old house, dude across the street had like this razor. I don't know what it's called. It's, it's, it's like side a by side, side by side. Mm-hmm. And he pulls up with it. You know what I thought in my head? You know what I thought? You thought that you're... I want one. Mm. <laughs> Why? I don't want one. I don't want one of those side-by-sides. I would drive it one time and hate every second of it because a bug would fly and hit me in the forehead. <laughs> and then I want to get rid of it. Yeah. But people do that all the time. It makes you wonder this whole idea of keeping up with the Joneses. It, it makes you wonder, like, what's, what's wrong with your life? And what you have and who you are? I don't know. I definitely think keeping up with the Joneses is a real thing and has been for a long time. Obviously, this comic strip poked fun at it in 1913, so it's probably been around as long as human beings have. But I bet social media has made it such a more dangerous game. Dangerous. Do you think it's me keeping up with the Joneses whenever I see someone have a leaf blower to get their leaves out of their yard and I'm using a a measly rake? And I'm like, you know what? I want a leaf blower too. Maybe to a degree. Because I, I have know. a leaf blower now, and I literally <laughs> blow my leaves like every day. Yeah. That's every not, day? Uh, pr- no. Is that hyperbole? Day. By every day, you mean you've done it once? No, I did it yesterday. Was that your one time? No, I did it two days before that. It would have been so much funnier if you'd said yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. So, uh, I don't know if that, if that... I don't think you wanting your space to look nice is the same thing as wanting your space to look nice because your neighbor's space looks nice and you're trying to keep up i think those are different things yeah well i'm trying to think of uh, another scenario well what brought it to mind for you good question i was driving down the road and i saw to be quite honest and frank uh in my neighborhood i saw this uh family pull in to their driveway with a new vehicle and i thought i would like a new vehicle now that thought stems from, we just had our third child, of course. He's four months old, three and a half, four weeks. Sorry, weeks old, not, sorry, babe. He's four and a half. He's something. He's he's alive. This is a And he's healthy. That is, day. that is my son. He really exists. I don't know how four old he weeks, is. Four weeks to the day, right? Ye- yes, he's four weeks old. He's a month. I'm okay. sorry. All right. And he has red hair and it's really cute. Uh, we have three child seats, car seats, mm-hmm. and we're trying to figure out like, where are we going to put them? Now, Megan has a car. I have a, a car and we have a third vehicle, which stays at home. And Wendy drives, Wendy's our babysitter that drives Anderson and Everett around. Well, now we're going to have to put another car seat somewhere. All right. So the thought for just like 3.2 milliseconds crossed our minds to look for a vehicle, which... <laughs> That is exhausting, stupid, ridiculous. So that's kind of where all that stemmed from, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the there's the groundwork. And then you see old dude driving into the driveway with his new vehicle. And I'm like, uh. and then I sent you a text about keeping yeah. up with the Joneses. Like Here it. we are. Yeah, yeah, this is good. And my son's four weeks old. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I think it's interesting. And I do, I do want to talk a little bit about social media because I think that's that's a major driver now. I think keeping up with the Joneses was one thing back when it was you and your neighbors and the people you hung around with. And that that was about it. Whatever you saw on television, maybe. I remember there was a report once about how these kids in Iowa and Nebraska 
were all in kind of this depression, and it's because their lives did not match the lives of those on that they saw on MTV. When MTV, like the real world, etc., was showcasing a life that maybe 1% of the 1% of the population actually lives, but these people in rural communities were watching it thinking, everyone but me lives that life. Isn't that sad? Mm. Well, now you have that writ large through social media, and by which I mean primarily the, the main platforms that we all you know, that we all use Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, although there are others. Um, and it seems like we have moved through this spectrum of wanting attention to showcasing happiness, to flaunting affluence, to wanting to create influence. And I wonder if you see that same thing, attention, kind of the pseudo image crafting where happiness is concerned and then affluence big trips big cars whatever and then wanting to create influence so now it's no longer about being happy it's being happy to have this new car not just this new car but this new particular make and model can you not be happy just to have a new car and then post it and be genuine about it look i am so happy about my vehicle and i think most people would look at that and be like it's a truck like yeah let's not get too excited about it. it's a truck but it's fantastic it's and incredible. i love it i love it yeah but it has nothing to do with the make and model. Like it took me forever to even learn that the make is not the make that it used to be. Like Dodge doesn't make Ram. Ram right. makes Ram. Right. Fiat I didn't know Chrysler that. Chrysler bought Ram, bought Dodge. Yeah. For the, the truck line. But it's, it's a truck. Who cares? I love it. That's all that matters to me. I don't care that it's not this or that or that somebody else has this. I really, I don't Is it bad that you care. post it though? Post what? Uh, if you had posted a photo no, of it. and I... I but you didn't. didn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> I do you that. Wouldn't. That's yeah. not my style. That's not but my, yeah. I don't know that it's good or bad. I just think it's 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 interesting. It's something to consider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a friend that posted a new um, vehicle that they purchased first of the year. Mm-hmm. Really happy for them. Really admire this this couple and these individuals. They work extremely hard. They're grinding all the time to make stuff happen and. They posted a, a you know a, a photo of them with their brand new you know high end vehicle and that's sure. great but yeah it's great the, the 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 tone of the post was very tasteful okay you know just anyway I just was curious I don't think I'm not relating them to keeping up with the Joneses by any means but someone who's watching them yeah I could see them being like oh you know I'm gonna post a picture of my we Dodge want to do that too yeah. yeah and I think it's sad that people can't see posts like that and just be and just happy for them and yeah just clap for them yeah yeah like good for you that's great that's what I do uh-huh yeah I don't I don't have to I don't no envy right no fear I don't need to want that I don't want that what they I'm happy that they're happy mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for them the problem though is that with the reality of of you know the internet being what it is whatever what is real has been distorted so that you know filters as an example on instagram instagram snapchat even the phone function i mean the camera function on your phone now mm. has filters right yeah. which is great and we all love filters because who hates to put the phone on the selfie function and you're looking down at it and you're like, oh God, that's me. <laughs> ah, that's terrible. Ah! That's how the munchkins see me and it's terrible. <laughs> um, I'm fine with all that, whatever. The, the reality though is that what is real has been it distorted and that creates 
a distorted sense of self-worth and value. And that sense of self-worth and value is itself diluted. So, I don't think we're doing ourselves any favors by projecting an image out there and asking everyone to believe that that is true. What's worse is when you know people personally and you know the reality of their story, relationships, etc., and you know that the reality doesn't match up with the social media presence. And you have to wonder why. Yeah. Why put it out there at all? No one's asking for it. No one's looking. No one's like, hey, I wonder how their marriage is doing. And then they go on and they put this really sweet post when the reality is they really they, they don't like each other very much. Right. Like, why say anything at all? Just stay out of the game. There's something, though, about, like, maybe it's the fake it till you make it idea, which does work in it's some context. It's a real context. thing. It's a real thing, absolutely. That maybe they think, well, if we put this out there, then we have some, in a sense, accountability about it. And maybe we'll work harder. And maybe we'll be successful because we've worked harder, because we've put it out there that this is who we are. I don't think people think that way. I think they just think this is what I wish were true. This is what I want people to think is true. And that's what I'm going to put out there. I think that that's mm-hmm. that's the case. And when you drive down the road, what do you have to say to people who are listening and they see you know, a $90,000 Lincoln Navigator pulling out of someone's driveway and, and they find themselves being like, ooh, I wish I, mm-hmm. I wish I. Like, what are some... You know, appreciate. There's so many people that don't even have a vehicle and are taking like city metro. Nothing even wrong with a bus. I mean, you might be listening to this on your commute right now in in, in Pennsylvania. And, oh, you know, I think on that's your way. Awesome. That's that's incredible. Have you ever taken the transit system in like a big city? Oh yeah. Uh, in California, I did that. It was awesome yeah, taking the fantastic. bus, jumping from from bus to bus. I mean, there's something to be said about that. There's mm-hmm. some some. Uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty incredible. Really, there's a kid who was on the on the bus with a helmet. And he walks to the bus station. This is in California a few years mm-hmm. ago, maybe in 2009, 2010. And he takes like an hour and a half, two hours to get to school every day and to go to football practice. This was during summertime. Anyway, my point is some people don't have a car. Right. And they're having to find other means to get to and from. Was, what do you yeah. have to say to those people who are like, oh, I wish I had that $90,000 Lincoln Navigator? I mean, do you really? Well, and some people in larger metropolis areas, they intentionally choose not to have a vehicle yeah. because the insurance and, and storing it, parking it, it's impossible like in larger cities to, to even do that. And because there are such wonderful public transport options, it's like they wouldn't even think to own a vehicle. Um, I think that's fantastic. Like, if I'm going to be envious a little bit, I'm a little bit envious of people who get to take a train to work. Like, I think that's fantastic. When I lived and studied in New Jersey, in town was a little train station, and the little train was called the Dinghy, and that station took you to a, a larger hub where you could go, you know, if you're going to Philly, um, you could go into the city, to New York City, you could go wherever you wanted to from there, D.C., it just a little, the little dinghy would take you there. And it was so great. Like, where do you want to go? I don't know. We have a day to, sh- to, to kill. Let's go ride the dinghy. We'll take it into New York. We'll spend the day and we'll come back in 45 minutes. That's so we'll, awesome. It was great. Like that is a wonderful option that we do not have. Right. We don't have that. Well, I just, I, I want to hopefully be of encouragement to those of you listening who are, who are trying so hard, fighting tooth and nail to, to keep up with something that you don't have to spend your time keeping up with. I mean, your 1992 Toyota Corolla, I keep referring to vehicles because I think that we're in this consumer world that we're in and, you know, uh, GM is offering constantly, you know, 0% down and or 0% financing for a thousand down or what I don't know what you're offering GM I'm sorry but my point is, is there's so many different purchase options right and 
I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I think that people need to be appreciative of what they have and not be so f- uh, focused on what others have. And if you are focused on what others have, hopefully it's from the standpoint of being, um, celebratory along with them. Right. Like being able to clap your hands, be like, yeah, Dr. Carol, I'm really happy that you have that Ram truck. I like that Ram truck, although it's white, not black, but whatever. Right. It is actually ivory tricoat, but thank you. Whatever. It's fine. In a recent survey, there were about a thousand people um, that were that were surveyed by the Harris Poll, and it revealed that generally speaking, Americans experience envy when they see their friends show off their lavish lifestyles. Forty percent of those who responded admitted that seeing other people's purchases heightened their desire to consider similar purchases. See, a huge majority demonstrated envy and 21% revealed that they consider certain activities and purchases based on how it will make them look on social media. Really? So like for the stand, people are literally driven to make purchases so they can photograph it and then share it on social media. That's how, that's what I mean when I say social media is a major driver of culture. I can't wrap my brain around that. Like Megan and I, when we moved into our new house, we took pictures in front of it, but we never shared it with anybody. Right. We have that for ourselves. Like mm-hmm. the day in which we unpacked the, the Go Mini, which, by the way, was $96 a week, which, by the way, sat in the... Anyway, I don't even go there. What was it? $96 a no, week. No, a Go Mini? Go, isn't it a Go Mini? What's a Go Mini? It's like the storage thing that like pops oh, off of the, the flatbed. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, little yeah. mini pod I thought thing. I said something wrong. Is it called a Go Mini? <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's yeah, a Go Mini. Yeah. 16 by I, 20. I just don't uh, know. Nine, it was like 96 bucks a week. Mm-hmm. And there's spiders in it and stuff. Nothing wrong against Go Mini. It just it literally sat in the driveway for like two months. So, right, of course, right, right. spiders are going to be like, hmm, I like sofas. Mm-hmm. So, But anyway, we did take a photo in front of that. We saved it. It's, it's for our personal use. We didn't put it on our social media. And I didn't take that photo in order to post on social media. I don't know where that drive comes to comes from. I don't know. I just think that everybody has the tendency or the possibility of trying to manage and control and manipulate how other people perceive us. What if we all just took a moment and looked around the room that we're in and be like, I have this. Wow, I really appreciate that. It's not going to happen. Re- as much as I like to think positively and do want to be optimistic, and I do think people have the capacity to do that, it does. It's not going to happen. I do it. I, I do really it. do. Yeah, I do it. I don't. First of all, it would never occur to me to think about something's being perceived on social media, a purchase, a vacation. It would never occur to me. I would never think. I wonder how this is going to play on my Facebook page. Like I would never think that. I actually thought today about deactivating my page, but I can't because of my businesses. Correct. Same with me. So I have to put reminders on my phone to update my business Facebook page because I'm on it so rarely, not my business, but I'm on the social media site so rarely. But the reality is if you have a presence, you need to stay active because that's what people look for. I mean, it's, it's not okay to pop Mm. up in somebody's feed once every eight weeks. Well, (laughs) it's just like podcasting for instance. Yeah. I, you know, you and I are talking about, okay, what's the next level for us? Because it's great that we're doing these twice a week. Is that enough? You know, the content is driving our, our um, publishing. And if we don't have enough content, people tend to fall off. The people who are, for instance, YouTubers, 10.7, 5.8 million viewers, whoever those people may be, they say you have it. Content creates the community. Activity births activity. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's important 
to myself and, and to everyone, especially entrepreneurial people, don't spend your time focusing on what person a is doing. You need to keep your head down and focus on what you're doing because it does something. It does two things. One, it, it creates a sense of envy, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Two, it creates uh, a diversion mm-hmm. and it takes away from what your focuses are supposed to be on, which is growing your business and growing yourself. So, I mean, enjoy that 1992 Toyota Camry. I mean, that thing can get so many more miles. Like, enjoy it. Don't don't be ridiculous. And you I'm know what happens when you give up that attempt to keep up with the Joneses? Freedom? Exactly. Did I st- t- steal the word from your mouth? No, you gave a gift to all of us. Oh. That's the answer. Freedom. Thanks, man. That's, that made me feel good. Freedom. Freedom! Um... And another thing, people who pretend to live with a certain lifestyle, many of those people cannot afford that lifestyle. Paycheck to paycheck. The truly affluent people, you really, you don't, you don't see it as much. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, no, that's not true across the board, but there are a lot of people who are driving a 1992 Toyota Corolla who can afford to buy a fleet of Range Rovers. I have a friend a really good friend whom you know, whose father drives a 1993 or did for the longest time, I'm sorry, just upgraded mm-hmm. a 1993 Lexus. So when I say Lexus, okay, yeah, it's a luxury brand, but 1993 it had hundreds and hundreds of thousand miles of it on it. It sat at the bottom of the driveway and it was at a slope and it faced the road and he drove it till the wheels fell off. That yeah. guy could have bought the Lexus dealership. Yeah, sure. That's that's somebody that's legit. That's a there's a it. reason why he has resources, and it's because that's the decision he made. Yep. My wife has literally owned like four vehicles in her life. <laughs> the first one that used to honk when she would turn left, so she would always Is this real. Oh, absolutely. Um, it would honk when she turned left because it was you know defunct, and uh, then she had another vehicle, and then she had her third one. And now she has the one she's driving now. So four vehicles, you know, in, in as many decades, really. That's pretty impressive, I think. I, I cannot say the same. Yeah. I have liked um, tra- changing up vehicles. That's fun for me. Hey, do you want to know what Dr. Carroll used to drive? <laughs> Toyota Prius. Yeah. I was watching a movie last night, Joey and I, where, where this woman snuck up on this guy and he's like, oh my God, what are you, a Prius? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little silly. I'm six foot four and I was, you know, climbing myself inside of a that's Prius. What I'm la- that's what I think is really funny. But is like I drove him. a lot. I was driving to Georgetown, Washington, D.C. four times a year. It makes sense. I think it's a great vehicle. I like a Toyota Prius. Toyota, if you're listening, I would love for you to sponsor the podcast. I think it's great. Just watching his tall, lanky butt get into a Prius is really funny in my yeah, mind. It was bad news. It's like a clown. Getting out of the circus. And now I i don't have that problem. No, not great. at all. And I have to jump into. Yeah. And I, we just drove to Memphis and back. And I'll talk in the about truck? that on another podcast. Yeah, in the truck. Uh, and it was so comfortable. I mean, just I could stretch awesome. out. It was great. He has like a 37-inch screen in the front. It, what is it really, 20? It's a 20-inch screen. It's made by Tesla, actually. And, and, and oh. it's the Tesla screen that you get in your Tesla vehicle. And there are a couple of those here in Owensboro. And um, But they put it in the Ram. And it's... It's fantastic. That's legit. That's, ladies and gentlemen, my, as we sit and talk about keeping up with the Joneses, since there's two people in Owensboro, I want one too now. No, uh, jokes aside, I've always wanted a Tesla ever since they've come out. Yes. Really? Brent, 
of course, our producer on the podcast. He uh, told me about a Tesla whenever they first started coming out, and he's going to get a Tesla at some point. How, how many times can I say that? Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. SEO marketing. Uh, no, let's let's uh, let's talk. Yeah, no, he's talked about them for a while. He's got me onto them. I actually forget where Megan and I were, but we were at a mall in a big city, and they were selling them mm. in the mall. Like it was like, you know, you go into a. Uh, Bed Bath and Beyond once said you go into the Tesla. Oh, it's, Tesla. it's amazing. I sat in it and talked to the the salesperson. It was incredible. Anyway, I don't know how. I'm sorry. I, I guess I blacked out. Well, I wanted to kind of um, segue us. Segway. That was another idea that really never took off. What segue? Yeah. Did you know the guy that didn't he die on a Segway? Do you know that? <laughs> yeah, he hit his head. He, why did you? I think he fell and hit his head. It's not funny. But it, I don't know why I laughed. But it, uh, it's like that, Mister At- Doctor Atkins. Also. I'm gonna Google it. Atkins diet died of Atkins, right? He didn't die of Atkins. I think he died of a heart attack from the Atkins diet. I don't think so. I think that was just like the easy, easy joke. I'm looking. When it happened, but we're gonna wait for. Um, How did uh, Segway die? <laughs> I'm googling. A British businessman who bought the Segway company less than a year ago died after riding one of the scooters off of a cliff and into a river. Oh, no. That's terrible. That is literally what happened. Well, have you ever ridden one? No. They are awesome. We, our whole family, (laughs) took a Segway tour in downtown Chicago. And we were up and down across. I mean, we were everywhere. Lakefront, down by the, um, you know, the Navy... Um, pier and the observatory and we were just everywhere on these things and it was fantastic it was so much fun and you you leave there thinking i'm totally gonna buy one of these five six seven thousand dollars i mean of course you're not i mean could you imagine i'm driving like from biddle road up to <laughs> my office on a segway meet meet that hey, is Nathan. that yeah. is hilarious. Uh, that this is another podcast, but for the longest time, I was corresponding with someone on Facebook Marketplace selling a scooter. <laughs> Don't get me started. I literally was justifying buying a scooter to drive the three minutes to and from work. You mean a scooter like a Vespa, like a uh, it was scooter. a Vespa. It was a Vespa. It was white. Have you seen? And we've been in a lot of larger <laughs> Where cities. Where's this going? <laughs> recently, have you seen? One of them's called Lime, and one of them's called Bird. Back to the birds, but these are scooter rental companies. Yes, and they're the upright scooters, not the sit-down Vespa types, but where you stand on a little skateboard. Yes, with, it almost looks like a razor scooter. It to is, a degree. yeah, and it, but it's it's uh, electric and it's motorized, and you can rent them and you pick them up and then you can leave it wherever you want to. Doesn't Uber own this company? One of them? I don't know. I don't know. Someone owns it, obviously. I don't know. I need to take the Wall Street Journal. That's the end of the day. I need. I'm going to subscribe to that in 2019 because I would know the answer to that if I read the Wall Street Journal. But in closing, what is your uh, what is one of your those uh, New scooters Year's are awesome. Yes, I was going to come to that. Those Aww. scooters are fantastic and we're just, as I said, in Memphis and a lot of people were riding them. Did you ride one? No, we were riding the city trolley, which was pretty cool. We yeah. were going from downtown up to the Lorraine uh, Hotel. It's the 50th year of Martin Luther King's assassination. I'm going to talk about that later in February for Black History Month. But we were on the trolley and we saw all these people, young, old, of all backgrounds, riding these scooters, having the time of their lives. It was really cool. Awesome. Um, but yes, New Year's resolutions. Is this something that you do typically? No. Not really. Mm-hmm. Same here. Someone asked me uh, the other day, and I was like, uh, I mean, what I do every day, try to be a better person. 
Mm -hmm. And that's kind of all-encompassing, really. Well, it gets back to what we've talked about before, which is that this the year does tend to be a bit arbitrary. You know, the January oh. 1 to December 31. Like, who says that that's when we have to make changes? But mm-hmm. it is culturally significant. And um, I've been trying to think a little bit about it. I'm, I'm trying not to kind of poo-poo the idea out of hand because I've, I've typically done that. It's just like for Lent, which I'm sure we'll talk about people giving up things for Lent. And I used to talk about, let's take something on. Let's start a new practice rather than let go of chocolate or tequila or something. Let's do something different. Let's let's have a different practice. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be open to the idea of the new year marking a time for a, a new practice. What What's one thing that you would like to be able to say at the end of 2019 that you were conscious about practicing? And at the end of the year, you can say, you know what? I did something toward that goal, if not every day, at least every week. And I accomplished blank. Patience. Big word, big thing. Yep, patience. Just all-encompassing patience. Anything and everything affiliated with, associated with life involving and needing patience. That is what I would like to say in the 2019. I could go, yes. Generally speaking, you want to be a more patient More patient person, person yes. With family, with friends, with, with foe, with work. I mean... I mean, why are we in such a hurry? And I mean that with everything. So when you say patience, you mean taking your time? Uh, not, necessar- not necessarily. You mean putting up with people's... Yeah, everything, yeah. Putting up with stuff. Pe- stuff that I don't necessarily agree with, believe in, or, or want to be involved in. But it's not about me. You know, as 2018 came to a close and we, I sent a company email out to just make sure that everyone realized that life isn't about them. It's not about me. It's not about you, Dr. J. I mean, people who are listening, it's not about you. But to me, me meaning who Nathan, who's talking to you, it, it is about you. It's about the other person. It's about realizing that this life, this beautiful, difficult, horrible, fantastic, graceful thing that we call life that we're all trying to figure out together is about taking care of the other person. Mm. And I think that if we can constantly remind ourselves of that, and I'm talking to myself, the end of 2019, when I'm like, oh, wow, I was very patient in with my son Anderson, who decided to watch a really terrible video on YouTube and develop a terrible habit because of it, because I couldn't catch it in time. Oh, and, no. Yeah, I don't want to go there yet. But anyway, just uh, those are the things. Yeah, it's frustrating. So mm-hmm. we deleted YouTube, just YouTube Kids, which by the way, YouTube Kids still is able to slip through with their algorithms, uh, terrible videos. Anyway, my point is, is Jeez. patience. I just talked really fast, but you heard everywhere, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, I, good. I was, I was rolling with you. Well. I think we all were. I hope so. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to concentrate on physical health. Yeah. You've been saying that for a little bit. That's good. Yeah, I am. Because it's my, of my age, you know, I'm approaching... Um, 72. Yep. Yep. 43 going on, 72. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I just need to, I need to pay attention to it. You know, your health is your wealth. Right. And I've taken it for granted. Um, I don't ever have to go to the doctor... I don't knock on, on wood. wood. I don't. I don't take medication. You know, luckily, and I want to uh, make sure that I can keep up with that as long as I can. And yeah. and it's just. And I don't mean just diet. I do mean that. I don't mean exercise. I do mean that too. I mean generally, you know, mindful practices, oh. including things like patience. 
including things like paying attention, knowing what time it is, what kind of response thing. Like I'm, I'm talking about a holistic approach to, to health. And uh, I want to, that's, that's going to be my, my focus. This is going to be the year of, of the kind of the mind body connection for me, I think. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And then after this year, I can, I can quit thinking about all that. Yeah. Could, yeah. Absolutely. Just start living however I want to live. <laughs> as, you, um, as, as I'm cradling my your stomach, my belly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting in that. Now don't, I'm not going to start a day early. Just to be sh- just to be clear, <laughs> you still not- have some of that fudge left over, right? No, that stuff gone. is long gone. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. did in like ten minutes. My parents-in-law came in town, and don't don't blame it on your parents-in-law. I hid it from them. Yeah, <laughs> actually, you gave us that wonderful gift, and we wanted to say you, thank you. Did you Did you see the cookie? Okay, what do you mean? Did I see it? Did you eat it? Okay, of course. The, there was a chocolate chip cookie, there were and two then of there them. was you know with the white. Yes. Yes, it's and white it, icing. Oh my! In did between you, two chocolate chip cookies. Did you eat it? Of course. Promise. Yes. Listen. Did you not want to like just like jump into a tub of joy oh, after it that? Was wonderful. So Joy and I uh, put that in one of our spare. Well, we have like these two ovens, kind of like um, Brady Bunch style, and so we put it in there because we weren't using that because we didn't want family to kind of they kind of scoot around the kitchen, opening drawers looking for snacks and sweets and this was like a treasure trove that Nathan and Megan gave us and it was really wonderful and someone got in someone got in it and the pretzel rods dipped in icing were 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 gotten into um the the chocolate covered cordial cherry someone got me the um <laughs> there were there were icing covered chocolate like flourless chocolate torts, someone ate me. There was uh, icing covered Oreos that someone got me, and then there it was just amazing. And I'm really upset at me, whoever got that out of the oven. Um, but at the end of the day, it was a thoughtful gift, and thank you. Then you're welcome. It's just a little something to show our appreciation for you. It was great. We appreciate you. Yeah, people, ladies, gents. When I say people, I mean all of you that listen day in and day out. When I say day in and day out, I mean multiple times a week. What if after everything you said, you clarified it? Like when I say after everything I say, I mean like literally everything I say. When I say say, I mean things that come out of my mouth. I mean when things come out of my mouth, I mean words. <laughs> when I say <laughs> when I say words, I mean like it's great. No, I just uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking and spending time with us on uh, on your days. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about this this podcast, as you know. No. Uh, on this trip, I was listening to podcasts, and uh, it was sweet. My sister-in-law wanted to hear some of ours, and, um, you know, with Apple TV, you can just pop up podcasts, and oh, there's yeah. this huge picture of, of, you know, our cover art, and um, and my, our family was listening to some of our episodes, That's and that awesome. was sweet. But anyway, I was listening to some other, uh, fairly some fairly well-known, some not so much uh, well-known podcasts, and I was realizing, you know, when I do marital therapy, I tell people that there's you, there's your spouse, and then there's your marriage, and the marriage is always a third party. There's what I need, there's what my spouse needs, and there's what the marriage needs, right? I got to thinking about the podcast as a separate party. There's me, there's you, and there's the podcast. There's what I like, there's what you like, 
There's what the podcast likes. The podcast has its own personality. It it's, does. It's, it's its own entity. And as I was listening to all these other ones, and thoroughly enjoy, I was listening to one, um, the Freakonomics one, about uh, this guy named Tom Whipple. And that's just fun to say. He's out of England. They were podcasting the guy in New York and the guy in London simultaneously. And it was about games. This guy's written a book on game theory about how to always win games and beat people, which is the name of his book. And so they were playing games across the ocean, like they both had a set of Connect Four, and they were both making similar moves, and they were, you know, it was all about how this game theory, how to win. And I just, I thought that was so fun, and Joy thought it was completely nerdy, and she was doing something different. But then we would listen to someone else, we'd listen to Martha Stewart get interviewed, we were listening to, um, uh, what's his name, Hugh Jackman, who played in The Front Runner, we listened to one with him, and it, man, it really passes the time. And it made me so grateful for the podcast, not just for you, but for the podcast, because it is not only a lot of fun, but I really like it. You know, I like what it gives and what it brings. And I think you, our listeners, have definitely showed us that you are appreciative too, because you've given us messages and uh, our 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 listenership just continues to rise and it blows us away. It really does. So that's, thank you so much for that's it. That's nice of you to say all that stuff. This podcast is invigorating for myself. I know it is for you, Dr. Carroll, when we get to come together. This episode, we didn't even talk when we saw each other. I literally was like, let's go. And this is uh, this is fun. It's good to connect with you and it's good to hang out with you after your trip to Memphis. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are finding yourself trying to keep up with the Joneses, stop. Surpass, it's not good for you. Yeah, surpass your own expectations for yourself. Be be better for yourself than you were yesterday. Do what you can to be incredible and stop worrying about others because I assure you they can't afford that Lincoln Navigator anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and even if they can, good for them. Absolutely. Quit worrying about it. Just be free. Be yourself. Take the filters off. Enjoy your life. Be real and settle into the joy that that reality brings. Nathan, thank you, man. Thanks, buddy. <laughs>